Everyone has a story to tell. We connect and relate to one another when we share our stories. My name is Amelia Old, and I am your host of Voices of Inspiration. Join me as I share stories of friends, family, and strangers from my everyday life and travels. You will laugh, possibly cry, but walk away feeling connected more than ever to those around you and ready to be the change our world needs. Everyone has a story to tell. What's yours? Welcome to Voices of Inspiration. I am your host, Amelia Old. Thank you for joining us today on our newest episode. This is part of a series where we have been highlighting stories in Albemarle, North Carolina. And today we have two very special guests joining us from the Albemarle community, Don Allen from GHA Autism Supports and Alan Crimacy, who was supported by GHA from Second Street Sundries. Alan is a talented barista and coffee master who has been with the Second Street Sundries since they first opened their doors in 2015. He has a passion for coffee and has developed a deep understanding of the coffee-making process from bean to cup. He loves his job and the relationships he has built with customers, but also has a secret coffee bar in his own apartment that he says makes an even better cup of coffee. Dawn has been the CEO of GHA Autism Supports for almost 40 years, providing services and opportunities for individuals with autism. In this episode, we talk about how GHA and Second Street Sundries work to support individuals like Alan and how they are also part of a larger international network, learning from and sharing their experiences with professionals from around the world, including Japan and Denmark. Join us on a journey to uncover inspiring stories and destinations that make our world feel a little bit smaller. Let's get to it. I'd like to hear a little bit about your story and hear how long you've been at Second Street Sundries. I have been here since we opened in 2015, employed by GHA, which is the agency that operates Sundries since 16. It'll it'll be going on eight years. What task are you responsible for? I... I'm responsible for the Starbucks station in terms of making sure everything's stocked and cleaned and making sure all the drinks go out correctly. And I've recently taken on some of the inventory responsibilities as well. So can you share any challenges you might have faced over the last years and how you overcome those? Having no food service experience before, just dealing with the learning curve of it at the beginning and then dealing with the coworkers along the way. Some of them that are just the neurotypical ones that don't exactly see we don't exactly see eye to eye sometimes we can see eye to eye sometimes so i can understand that how do you think working at second street sundries has impacted your life and your personal growth well there it's many reasons but i'm going to name two of them the first one being that i've been able to work through a global pandemic or through the majority of it and we haven't really missed much of a beat and two i've been since the pandemic i've been able to move into my own apartment as i would say as a direct result of my work here congratulations thank you And I hear you have your own coffee station at your home. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about it? That's pretty much my child. I have a bunch of coffee machinery and a coffee grinder. And I, you know, working here has really piqued a real passion for the nuances of coffee and how it's grown, et cetera. So does working there make you feel more included and valued in your community? Really just the relationships I've built with my I mean, I really have made some lifelong friends here, and I'm really thankful for that. You share a particularly memorable moment or experience you've had working at Second Street? It only happens one day a year, but I would say the uh, the Almoral Christmas Parade is our busiest Starbucks day of the year, and being able to really crank the work out that day is, gives me a huge sense of pride. 
What makes Albemarle special to you? I actually grew up in Charlotte. I didn't move to mm-hmm. Albemarle until I was about 20 when I got into GHA as a, one of their residents in their group homes. So it, it was definitely a culture shock coming here. But the relationships that I've built, as I said, have been, I've made some friends that I'm going to have for life, regardless of where I'm at. So. That's wonderful. And I have one more question for you. Okay. If you had a favorite quote or any words of wisdom that you would leave the listeners, what would you say to them? Really just to take it one day at a time and just try to be better than you were the day before. That's a good quote. Thank you so much, Alan. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about GHA Autism Supports and the mission of Second Street Sundries? Yes. GHA Autism Supports began in 1978 to provide services for children with autism spectrum disorder. And over the years, we have grown to meet the needs of people with autism and to also adapt to meet the needs of the people we are currently supporting, which we currently support over 100 people here in Stanley County and in Wilmington, North Carolina. Wow. So the Second Street Sundries has really been kind of an offshoot of that kind of concept of trying to meet the needs. We had a lot of people employed in local restaurants and in the late, you know, like 2016, 15, 14, we started seeing them losing their jobs when restaurants were cutting back. Mm-hmm. And we decided that the only way we could ensure that there would be jobs available for people with ASD is to actually do it ourselves. So if you'd have told me 10 years ago we'd be owning and operating a coffee shop cafe, I would tell you, crazy. Because <laughs> it was not in my wheelhouse. But luckily, you, we've got some great people who know how to run a restaurant and bringing Alan on board has been just a phenomenal to this. You have a partnership with Starbucks. Can you talk about that? Yes. So there's two ways to acquire Starbucks. You can be a proudly serve, which we are a proudly serve Starbucks, or you can do a standalone store. We chose to not do a standalone store because we really wanted to be able to do our own food and be able to have some input into that. But the drinks are all Starbucks drinks. We had to be trained by people from Starbucks. Everything is, we don't get exactly all the drinks that they have, but we get a a majority of them. And so it's, it's like going into a hotel that has a, you've got, they've got Starbucks, proudly serve. Barnes and Noble is a proudly serve. So. And it's not as, as common, right. To, to be able to get that as. Yes. We, we had to jump through a lot of hoops to do that because Starbucks turned us down to start with and the community rallied around us and really showed that, this would be a great addition to the community. And Starbucks, three days after a rep came to visit us, we had a contract to be a proudly served. What type of employment opportunities are provided to individuals at Second Street Sundries? 
So the employment opportunities here, I'll start with with Alan to to begin with. Alan, I had him in mind to be a barista because the thing about Starbucks, as with a lot of other um, recipe style drinks, is that things are written out. And with people with autism, they're very visual. So being able to see exactly what you need was going to be really great for him. And I remember approaching him about it. He was living, as he told you, in one of our group homes. And he said, I don't like Starbucks. He said, I even have a T-shirt that says, friends don't let friends drink Starbucks. And I said, well, can you just give it a try? And can you do, you know, for two weeks? And he said, two weeks? And I said, yes. So we had the training. Starbucks employees came in to do the training, and there is a huge recipe book. I did not know that until we got into this for Starbucks. And she then had, we had some college students employed, and Alan was going to be a barista. And she said, who can tell me what's in a caramel macchiato? And Alan's hand went straight up, and the rest of them are flipping through their recipe book. And he said, it's like, you know, two pumps of this, three of that. And she said, perfect. And then she asked, who can tell me what's in a cafe latte? Same thing. And she said, Alan, you've not looked at your recipe book. How do you know this? He said, I memorized the book the first week I had it. And she said, we don't have a barista anywhere in the world that can quote this recipe book. Alan is phenomenal, and Starbucks proudly serve recognize that. And he's not going to toot his own horn, but he was recognized by them and became part of their coffee master program that Starbucks did for a while. And he got to wear a separate apron because he became a coffee master. He went through the training. But there are other jobs. We have jobs where people are making preparing salads, cutting things, putting them in packaging. We have where they're cleaning, washing dishes, taking out trash, those types of things. So we really are providing some great job opportunities. Now, has anyone else been there as long as Alan has? Alan is really our senior staff and and he's our head barista, and he did take on roles of managing the Starbucks line in the last six months. So He really takes pride in his job. A lot of pride in it. So how does GHA ensure that the individuals that you serve are receiving adequate support while they're working at Second Street? So we consider everyone an individual and pay close attention to what they like, they dislike, if there's environmental issues, certain things that they need changed. So it's an ongoing process. It's not a one and done with us. It is, we don't make people fit into a box. We look at each person as an individual and determine what they need, want, like, dislike. Now, Alan, mentions that he was able to move out on his own finally. Is that something the organization helps with? Yes. One of the goals of our organization, or the primary goal, is to ensure that people reach their maximum potential desire. 
with our support. So we've had people move through our programs and we have group homes, we have apartments, we have um, you know, this program, we have a farm program, we've got a medically fragile medical program. But the whole idea is to help you achieve what you want. And we have had other people move out into their own place. And Alan is living in his own apartment, working full time and uh, just get some job uh, training from us and a little bit of support at home. Can you speak to the impact that Second Street has had on the local community? We are considered a successful small business here that's being run by a nonprofit, which is GHA Autism Supports. And we see the community embrace us and embrace our individuals. And Alan, when he talks about lifelong friends, there are people who will say, I go to Second Street because of Alan. It's great food. It's great coffee. But Alan's a reason I go. And Alan is one of those people that if you order the same thing twice, he's going to remember you and you walk through the door and he'll say, Dom, do you want your typical, you want your dark roast with three stevias in it? And so that's the kind of customer support he gives. And I think that has helped the organization. And it's also helped the community see that people with autism are valued people in the community. And it helps the awareness. And we have a thing on the door that says, or on the window, you know, we're providing opportunities for people with autism. Can you tell us about the retail store inside of Second Street? So we've got a glassworks program. We have individuals that are making bowls and plates and doing that type, and then they're fired in a kiln. And then during the holiday season, we really stocked the gift shop with those items, but also with some items that are made in North Carolina, some food items. So through a contract that we have. So there's different uh, things that we can provide and do gift baskets and those types of things. What response have you received from the Albemarle community? Oh, it's just phenomenal if you actually look at how we are received and the customer feedback that we have. And, you know, it's really important to make sure that not only are we giving back to the community, the community's giving to us. So it's really a very much a hand in glove kind of process. So we want the community to know we really uh, expect perfection as much as possible with customer service, but we are so thrilled to have them together with us. How do you see Second Street and GHA continuing to evolve and making a positive impact in the Albemarle community? Well, we have really done a lot of different things with providing um, discount programs to teachers, local college students, law enforcement, EMS, the hospital. During the pandemic, we were providing free boxes of coffee every morning for the nurses and doctors. We would deliver it to the door. 
and it would be put up and the nurses and doctors would be lined up to get their free cup of coffee. But we wanted people to know that we appreciated what they were doing during the pandemic and knew they were working long hours. And then we've had other special events where we stayed open, like for the Christmas parade, we stay open later for that. On Christmas, we've stayed open for that because that's important. We are part of this community. We've gotten a lot from this community and we want to get back to this community. What inspired you to get into this line of work? (laughs) When I was 22 years old, I was finishing at Pfeiffer University. It was in Pfeiffer College. And I had a six-month time period before I was going to graduate school to become a school psychologist. And this was 1981. And I had an undergraduate degree in psych. And I had a little bit of a blurb about autism, but really didn't, it wasn't something that was known. And we were told at that time it was one in Mm 10,000. And this man came to my senior psych class and started talking about they needed these substitute direct support staff to help with this brand new children's group home. And I thought, well, I can go there and do that for six months. Well, I discovered really early in life that I have a passion for people with autism and so decided to stay. Ended up later going and getting my master's degree in special education from UNCC, but really have held practically every job in this organization with the exception of maintenance. And I've done some of that over the years too, when it's things have been clogged up or needed things. So this podcast is a lot about traveling to different places and the really unique businesses that you can find and the the amazing stories among the communities. And I would really love to hear what are some of your favorite things to do in Albemarle and some of your favorite places to go? Okay. We've got some great gyms here. I am a big exerciser. Uh, I also like to run. We've got some great greenway space here to do that. But other great restaurants, we're all stronger together and supporting other restaurants and retail is very, very important. The small businesses are very important. Where can our listeners find you online and also in person if they want to come and get a cup of coffee? <laughs> well, they can find us here on 2nd Street. 221 South 2nd Street is the address for 2nd Street Sundries here in Albemarle. And I am in and out, but I'm also visiting our other programs. We have group homes, apartments, and a farm. So I'm out and about a lot, but we welcome the opportunity to share more about our story. And we've got a real unique state-of-the-art medical program that just opened out on Mar Mountain Road that's the first of its kind anywhere in the world. And it's supporting people with autism and other developmental disabilities who have medical needs And it's to keep them out of the hospital and keep them with a high quality of life. So that's incredible. And congratulations on that. And we're known nationally and internationally. So we have a lot pre-pandemic. I went to Japan four different times to lecture and they were sending a group of professionals here 
every year to Albemarle. So there were like 30 people that would come every year. We've had interns who came and spent six months and really followed us around. And then the last time I was in Japan, I actually got to see some of their programs. They hadn't shown them to me. And I walked in and went, this looks like, and they went, yep, these are your programs. We copied them. So we've been to Denmark and they've been here. We've got a lot of different international partners. So we really feel it's important to learn from each other. Where can our listeners find you online? SecondStreetSundries.com. What makes Albemarle special to you? You've been there your whole life. What makes it special to you? It's the the fact that no matter where you go in Albemarle, you're going to see somebody you know, or you maybe haven't seen in a long time, or someone's going, you're going to meet somebody new. And it is very much a hometown feel. And it's just, it's just a wonderful place to live. It's a wonderful place to raise children and a wonderful place to do work. So I ask everybody that comes on this question, do you have a favorite quote or any words of wisdom that you would like to leave behind with our listeners? Yes. So this is something that I say to my fellow staff members on a regular basis. It's not that we can't, but how can we? I like that. I like that. Thank you so much for joining me today and for Alan for joining me today. I really appreciate it. I think that you guys are doing incredible work. And I've been in the Carolinas for a really long time and wasn't familiar with you guys. And I'm excited to share your story and to follow along and see what you guys continue to do, the work that you continue to do. I think you're pretty amazing. Thank you. We appreciate the opportunity to share and look forward to maybe some more opportunities to do that. Absolutely. Thank you, Amelia.